Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to Money Matters with Mike, with your host, Mike Zaino. Get set for a full hour of financial information and economic news affecting your bottom line. Mike works hard each day to educate Americans like you on how to reach the financial freedom they've worked so hard for. And he can help you, too. So now, let's start the show. Here's Mike Zaino. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's Mike Zaino coming to you live from Fort Mill, South Carolina. Happy Saturday, people. What a great day to be alive in these United States of America. Fall is in the air, and this time it looks like it's staying. But today we are absolutely going to bring the heat again. The whole goal of our show is to give you useful information that you can chew on with our Meat on the Bone segments each and every single week. I'm really super excited for today's show on how inflation is casting a shadow over the 2022 holiday season. And once again, I have the distinct honor and privilege of being joined by the one, the only Mr. Matt McClure. Matt, how you doing today? I am doing great, Mike. I uh, am having a great weekend so far, and I can't believe the holidays are almost here. My goodness. It, it, it's scary, isn't it? I walked into uh, Lowe's the other day. I mean, this was like a week and a half ago, and they already had Christmas stuff out. I'm like, guys, it's not even Halloween yet. Come on, give us a break. Yeah, seriously. I, I remember a few years ago, this is back when I lived up north, and I walked into um, the Macy's at, at, the, at the local mall there. And it was September. It was literally, it was late September and they had the Christmas stuff out. I'm like, come, okay, yeah. guys, it, 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 too soon, too soon. It was yeah, like, and, and, like and, it had been barely been Labor Day, you know? <laughs> I hear you. We're like still kind of maybe have a glimpse of summer yet, although I don't think we got any more because I think we had our first frost last night. But on the same token, it's like Christmas music's going to start coming out. Please don't rush the year away. I like Christmas as much as the other person. I love Thanksgiving. I love Halloween because I eat a lot of candy. But, you know, <laughs> I probably shouldn't do that. But, you know, just, just, just wait. Please wait. <laughs> well, I tell you what, we are not waiting to, as you say, bring the heat for the listeners today. We got a lot of great info to share. We have a lot of uh, wonderful um, tips and, and, and all of the above uh, in the meat on the bone segment, especially. We're going to have a cost cutter for folks. Um, we got the market update. We're going to talk about the annual enrollment period for Medicare, which is going on now. So a lot yeah. of great stuff to come up uh, in the next hour. So I think it's just my own personal opinion. I may be a little bit biased about it, but I think folks need to not go anywhere over this next hour uh, because there's really a lot of great stuff uh, to to be had and to be digested. Matt, I agree with you 100%. If you are driving, you may want to pull off uh, and enjoy the brisk air and uh, listen and pay strict attention to what we're going to tell you today because this will definitely affect you moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, folks, if you hear anything that you're interested in that does pique your interest and you want to know more or you uh, want to get in touch with Mike Zeno for anything at all uh, regarding what you hear on the show today, uh, moneymatterswithmike.com is a great place to go. That is the website for the show. You can also give Mike Zeno a call at 704-560-1573. As I always say, that that rings right to his phone, and it does. I'm not just I'm not pulling your leg about it. It rings literally to the phone that is in his pocket at this very moment. 704-560-1573. 
And now for some financial wisdom. It's time for the quote of the week. Well, we have sort of, uh, remember the, the, the uh, double mint gum commercials, Mike, where it's like do- double your pleasure, double your fun <laughs> with the twins, like with the twins riding on the the tandem bike and all that stuff, or swimming and that kind of thing. This is kind of like I that. I had a crush, I had a crush on the, on the blonde twins when right. I was a kid. <laughs> yeah those those commercials are actually great that's back when you could like really remember commercials like they were very inventive and, and all that that's one that i'll always remember i think um but to, today's kind of like that with our quote of the week because we have quotes of the week uh this time around um both very appropriate i feel like for what we're going through uh, in the economy and in uh, just life in general i think right now um the first one comes from jack bogle or john bogle as as his mother called him i'm sure uh, especially when he was in trouble. Um, but uh, he's somebody who didn't get in trouble too much uh, in, in business and in, in the, the markets and all of that. He was an American investor, philanthropist as well, um, credited with creating the first index fund. I mean, uh, just a, a very, very uh, famous guy of, of vanguard fame, uh, et cetera. So this is what John or Jack Bogle said, quote, if you have trouble imagining a 20% loss in a stock market, you shouldn't be in stocks. <laughs> we 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 don't have a hard time imagining that today. Not at all. Not with the market as volatile as it's been, and and the pain that that all of our listeners have have felt really since uh, September of of last year. This year has been absolutely abysmal in the market. So you know, if you don't have the stomach, you know, to to witness a, a twenty heck thirty percent drop, then you probably shouldn't be in stocks. Like a, a very wise man once said. Yep, absolutely. And that so that that's quote number one. As I said, very appropriate. Another one that's appropriate for these days uh, is from a guy I know you really really like because he was your commander in chief, the fortieth president of the United States, Ronald Reagan, uh, who of course, as if anybody needed a refresher on this, served from nineteen eighty one to nineteen eighty nine. Um, he said this, and I quote, when a business or an individual spends more than it makes, it goes bankrupt. When a government does it, it sends you the bill. And when government does it for 40 years, the bill comes in two ways, higher taxes and inflation. Make no mistake about it. Inflation is a tax and not by accident. Oof, man, that is some powerful words spit by our president former president ronald reagan i mean think about that for a second tax and inflation okay and and that's absolutely what is about to become an avalanche that hits america in in the coming future uh we know the exact date that the current tax cuts are at, you know set to expire that, that they're they're good through december 31st of 2025 so unless something happens January 1st, 2026, or during that year, or possibly before then, your taxes are going up. Meanwhile, you've got that silent tax, the inflation. Hungry for something to chew on? Here's some meat on the bone. In the last couple of weeks, we have discussed the first two stages of creating a solid financial plan. The first one being goal setting, and then the second being creating a budget. Well, today in our Meat on the Bone segment, we're going to talk about that third step, which is mitigating risk, okay, specifically when it comes to generating tax-free retirement dollars, okay? And on this show, we often discuss the benefits of using a Roth IRA or a Roth version of your 401k or other type of uh, employer-sponsored plan. 
We also talk a lot about the advanced form of life insurance called an IUL or indexed universal life and how that could also fit into your portfolio. And while the Roth IRA can be a great vehicle to generate tax-free wealth, I wanted to visually show you the difference between the two by comparing a Roth IRA to what has been called a rich person's Roth, okay? And no, you don't have to be rich in order to participate in one of these plans, but you do have to qualify. So if you are driving right now, or if you're listening to the show either on the radio or on podcast, please make sure that you visit moneymatterswithmike.com so that you can watch the visual demonstration of what I'm about to teach you. So on the left-hand side of the screen, what you're going to see is the Roth IRA, and we're just going to talk about it first, okay? These here are, you contribute to the Roth IRA with after-tax contributions, which means that your money is going into the vehicle. Most of the time, these Roth IRAs participate in the stock market, and here's the issue with that. When the market goes up, the market also goes what? down. Okay. And so then it goes up again, but then it goes down again, consistently going up and consistently going down. And you know that this year, it's pretty much been all of the way down. So you're riding that roller coaster. And if you have a, a, a 50% loss, think about this for a second. You have to get a 100% return just to get back to even. Heck, if you have a 20% loss or a 30% loss, let's call it a 30% loss, you have to generate a 43% return just to get back to even. And so most of our listeners that are right knocking on the door of retirement or have just retired or are in retirement uh, and have been for some time, the biggest luxury that you don't have is time. And so when you contribute to a Roth IRA, you're subjected to the age 59 and a half rule, which means that if you touch that money, okay, if you take money out before you're 59 and a half, there is a 10% IRS penalty if you're under that age. There are some exceptions, okay? If you're using the funds to purchase your first home, if you're using the funds to further your education through college, uh, or if you have the birth of a child, you are able to access those funds. Otherwise, you have to wait the five years in order to gain the protections of the Roth, which means tax-free growth. Okay. Otherwise, you can only withdraw what you put in because you've already paid the tax on that, plus the interest, plus penalties. Compound interest, if you go to take money out of the Roth IRA, your compound interest growth is interrupted. It stops growing because you've just taken money out. And there is no legacy, which means your family, when you pass away, only gets what's left inside of the account. And it is subjected to contribution limits, both from an income standpoint and from a, an ability to contribute on a dollar amount. This year for 2022, it's $6,000 if you're under 50 years old and $7,000 if you're over 50 years old. Now I want to contrast that and compare that to what Forbes actually uh, called the rich person's Roth. And in other words, it's, a, it's an indexed universal life policy. 
you're still contributing after tax contributions, okay? But here, you're not subjected to any risk because you participate in the gains of a market-linked index. So when the market goes up, you go up, but you don't participate in any of the downside. So when the market goes down, you just go straight across. Then when the market picks back up, you pick back up and so on and so forth. So it's kind of stair-stepping your wealth over the course of time. And guess what? There is no age 59 and a half rule, which means there's no penalty if you access those dollars. Also, no restrictions as to when you can access that. And whereas in the Roth IRA, you have to wait five years before you get the protections, you are literally protected from day one inside of the rich person's Roth, uh, better known as the IUL. Another thing is that you can access this money at any time for any reason. So if you want to purchase a second home, a third home, a vacation home, an Airbnb home, if you have other investments that you want to make, if you uh, want to buy an Airbnb, like literally any other uh, thing that you can spend your money on, you can tap into your IUL at any point in time. It's almost like you're becoming your own bank. In fact, there are books that have been uh, written about this. If you don't believe me, check out uh, The Retirement Miracle. Check out uh, The Power of Zero. Check out Be Your Own Bank. Those are three titles about the advanced usage of the indexed universal life plan, right? And then when you pass away, here's another beautiful thing. Your family gets everything. They get the cash value and they get the insurance benefit as far as the, ta the tax-free death benefit that it provides. And guess what? Unlike the Roth IRA, where you are limited by an income standpoint of whether or not you'll even be able to take one out. And if you are, you're limited by contribution limits. Okay. There are no contribution limits or income limits with the indexed universal life. So again, you have the ability to participate in a rich person's Roth, but you absolutely have to qualify. And if this is something that you're interested in finding out whether or not you do qualify, pick up a phone and call me at 704-560-1573 or visit moneymatterswithmike.com and fill out a contact request form and I'll get in touch. That's great. And, and you know, I, it's um, an interesting way to put it. And I think a very brilliant way to put it because I've always sort of just looked at, you know, a Roth IRA and uh, IUL index universal life is kind of two sort of separate things, but here it's kind of like s switching up the script. You're, you're, you're looking at it like two sides of the same coin, which when you think about it, it, it really is. And, and, you know, th there could be, you know, advantages and disadvantages for folks from, from, uh, you know, either one, but I, the, the index universal life makes a heck of a lot of sin sense rather since you are um, participating in those gains, but not the losses. And, and you know, it reminds me a lot of, um, you know, uh, the, the uh, other annuity products that we'll talk about, like uh, like fixed index annuities, same sort of, you know, stair step growth where, where you see the upside, but not the down. Um, I think a lot of people, especially in times like these, are, are looking for something like that. Yeah, and, and, and this is when people have to stop looking at the life insurance component as another bill they have to pay. And, and though we can't legally say that you can invest in life insurance, what you're doing is you're putting your money into a vehicle that never participates in market losses. So if you're in the Roth IRA, you're riding that wave, whether it goes up, whether it goes down. 
And when it goes down, it takes sometimes twice as long to come back as far as the, the amount of gain that you need. So that's why Forbes called this the rich person's Roth. Think about that for a second. That's very true. I, I, I love that. I always love our meat on the bone segment. I think today is probably going to go down as one of my favorites because I, I always I always like learning. I always learn something during the meat on the bone segment, and, and which is how I know that our listeners do as well, because um, I'm I'm probably, uh, you know, slightly less. Uh, smart than a lot of of people out there, but uh, I think that this is this is great, and and I I think it's going to really help a lot of folks really sort of rethink um, a, a potential aspect of their retirement. So that's that's awesome. Well, um, speaking of of gains, um, people who are taking part in uh, Social Security who are are getting to that age or who are already in the system are going to be getting some more money uh, next year. We just we learned uh, what was last week that mm -hmm. um the, the cola adjustment and no we're not talking about you know coca-cola or, or pepsi cola or uh, rc cola any of the colas we're talking about the cost of living adjustment in social security and um it's a big one this time around mike it, it is a big one the increase for 2023 is actually going to be 8.7 percent okay and that's up from last year's 5.9% cost of living adjustment, which brings the total for the two-year increase to 14.6%. We're finally, seniors are finally, who are drawing that Social Security benefit, are being paid for the last decade, okay, uh, where they haven't gotten those cost of living adjustments, simply because we are living in the worst stretch of inflation that we've seen in 40 years, okay? The good news is that your Social Security income benefit has a built-in adjustment to help protect your buying power, and that's what we're seeing now, okay, or, and have this year and will next year with an 8.7% increase. The bad news, however, is that inflation is still wreaking havoc on American families, particularly in the following areas, your food costs, your energy costs, your new and used vehicle costs and then travel costs. And this is part of why we want all of our listeners to have a solid and tested plan for protecting and growing their hard-earned money. You need to outpace inflation in order to protect your buying power, and we can help you do just that. Yeah, and I always say, you know, you've worked hard for your money uh, throughout your life. You've worked hard to save that money, to to invest that money, to to put do whatever you're doing with that money. You've worked hard for it. Put it to work hard for you in retirement as well. And so that that is the goal here. And um, you know, folks, one thing that um, Mike does uh, for all of our listeners is offer a free, uh, completely obligation free, completely cost free, full retirement plan consultation. And Mike, tell tell the folks about that and exactly what uh, they'll receive when they reach out to you. Okay, Matt, no worries. All right. So you're only going to work with me if I can do better for you. Okay. I'll help analyze your current situation because it's specific and unique to you and everybody is different and there is no one size fits all. I'm going to try to help you discover how much you're actually paying in fees and help you cut 
unnecessary costs in your IRAs, 401ks, any other type of retirement savings vehicle. Uh, if you have any other annuities that are in place and they're the old school annuities, we're going to closely examine any of those that you might have. And we can help you with both social security planning as well as Medicare planning. And so if you feel like you've already learned something today, please give me a call. I would love to help you answer any questions about your specific and unique situation. Yeah, I know you've learned something already today, folks. I, I, I know I have, so I know you have too. 704-560-1573 is that number to get in touch with Mike Zeno. That's 704-560-1573, or you can go to the website, Money Matters with Mike. Dot com. Well, as part of that full retirement plan consultation, Mike, you mentioned their um, Social Security, which we just talked about. You also mentioned Medicare. And this time of the year, we are right in the thick of things as far as a very, very important time for Medicare. It is the annual enrollment period. Um, and this is this is crunch time for for folks who want to take a look at what their coverage, their Medicare coverage is going to look like next year. It, it is. It's uh, we're going to take a, a, a little bit closer look and try to make sense of all these parts. And I can promise you that if you're already on Medicare or if you're turning 65 this year, you've probably just been absolutely inundated with junk mail, with phone calls, robocalls, everybody trying to sell you this, that or the other. And like I said a second ago, I'm just going to try to help you make sense of it. OK, so October 15th, we just completed the very first week of the annual enrollment period through December 7th. That is the window that the government has said, if you're going to come on board, you can come on board. If you're going to make changes, you can make changes. This is their annual enrollment period, which is different than a special enrollment period. So Medicare has four parts, and I'm going to go through them uh, relatively fast because I know it can be extremely confusing because it's a very comprehensive health plan. So Medicare Part A is also known as hospital insurance. This is the one that covers inpatient hospital stays, skilled nursing facility care, hospice care, and some home health care. Um, it is free in retirement, and I say free in retirement because you have paid for it your entire life. If you ever have a question about whether or not you're paying for Medicare, just look at your pay stub and see as it, as it comes out, okay? So in retirement, it is free. That's Medicare Part A. Medicare Part B is also known as medical insurance. This is going to cover certain doctor's services, outpatient care, medical supplies, and preventative services. Some people automatically get Part B, but other folks actually have to enroll. And you want to enroll as soon as you turn 65, okay? Because you could be subject to a late enrollment fee if you don't sign up for Medicare Part B when you are first eligible. Medicare Part B has a cost. It has a monthly premium. The good news is this year it was 10 at the lowest monthly premium. Next year, believe it or not, it's going down by about $5. So that's exciting too. Save you an extra five bucks. Be able to pick up a Starbucks coffee. Nope, scratch that. We talk about the latte effect. Don't do that. Keep it in your pocket, okay? Um, we're going to go to Medicare Part D, which is also known as drug coverage. To me, it's the only one that makes sense. You just think D is for drugs, okay? And the plans 
cover a very wide variety of prescription drugs. That's Medicare Part A, Medicare Part B, Medicare Part D, okay? Then you have this thing called Medigap or supplements, okay? And then you also have what's known as Medicare Advantage. And these types of insurances, they're designed to fill the gaps, the coverage gaps that Part A and Part B plans don't cover. But here's the thing. You can't have both a supplement and an Advantage plan. About 81% of beneficiaries who have Part A and Part B uh, supplement their coverage with either Medigap, Medicaid, or other employer-sponsored plans. Okay, And when we combine Medicare with Medigap or a supplement, obviously that's going to be more expensive than other plans, but it covers any hospital or doctor that accepts Medicare, and there's no need for any prior authorization or referral from your primary doctor. This is great for people who have specific doctors or hospitals that they want to use. Well, then there's Medicare Advantage, which is also known as Medicare Part C, okay? Medicare Advantage plans cover hospitals and doctors, and they often include prescription drug coverage and other coverage that's not included in Parts A and Part B. So they can operate as both an HMO or a PPO, and so as you can see as a whole, extremely comprehensive, extremely confusing. And so if you need help putting the pieces of the puzzle together and kind of streamlining what would be best for your, again, unique and specific situation, visit our website, give us a call today and let me know how I can help. Yeah. And and that is a great point to, to make over and over again, because um, it's really one of the points of the show, of course, is to to educate folks, to let them know what the options are that are out there for them, uh, but also to let them know that there is no one size fits all, uh, you know, plan right. for retirement. There's, you know, right. there's not a, okay, you hit 65, you go down the street to the retirement superstore and you put, you get the you box off the shelf, you go to the checkout, you're done. You know, that's not the way that this works. It, it's, there's no big box store for this. Everybody's situation is different. Everybody's situation is unique. That is 100% accurate in your statement, Matt. <laughs> hey, I like that. I, 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 got, I got it right. Um, well, if you uh, want to, to find out more, folks, about your own particular situation, as we said uh, a few minutes ago, that free consultation is available to you by going to moneymatterswithmike.com. That's moneymatterswithmike.com, all one word. And then you can also give Mike a call directly at 704-560-1573, 704-560-1573. All right, Mike. So now, you know, we're getting close to Halloween. And uh, we talked about talked about it a little earlier with, the, you know, getting close to the holidays. Um, I actually like Halloween. I, I, I love Halloween, I think, because I always love the weather around Halloween time. Like the leaves are really pretty yeah. and it's, you know, and all that. And, and as a kid, of course, I go around and I would get candy and uh, get to like, you know, dress up and all that stuff. Um, but right. now this year, I think it's going to be frightening for a lot of people. Uh, and not just because of people in scary costumes running around. It's when mm. you buy the candy. I feel like people are going to be a little frightened. <laughs> I, I think they are, too, because. We talked about inflation and how the different uh, things are going up, the cost of goods and services. The cost of candy 
Candy is up 13% just in time for Halloween. Isn't that great? <laughs> Don't you love how, how the timing works out like that sometimes? We need to buy a bunch of candy. Well, okay, that's going to have to pay 13% more than last year. Sorry, guys. Oh, my word. It's, it's like we love the day after Thanksgiving when all of the Reese's eggs are on sale at half off. <laughs> Oh yeah. Well, and that, that's a thing I, I would go, you know, to the, the, what are they, like the Walgreens or the CVS or whatever store. And they'll always have still aisles and aisles and aisles full of, of candy. And it's all that literally like slashed in half at least price wise. So yeah, that's the time to go buy it. Um, yes, I mean, absolutely. I mean, but unfortunately the kids are coming the, the evening before, right? So convince, it doesn't really work that Just way. convince but, all the kids in your neighborhood that Halloween is the next day and then you'll be great. <laughs> oh my word. So that 13% increase, that is the largest yearly jump in candy prices since the consumer price index has ever recorded since it's been around in its existence it's never jumped 13 percent for comparison okay it took nine years from 1997 all the way to 2006 for candy prices just to go up 13 percent nine years we did it in one <laughs> <laughs> it, it only took us a year to do something that it used to take us nine Right, right. And and I, I think a driving factor in that, what's the number one ingredient in, in candy? Uh, sugar. Sugar, right? So <laughs> sugar is up over 17% since last September. And then flour has risen even more. It's a, it's up at 24%. I know a lot of uh, Halloween goodies have some flour in it as well. So, I mean, just it's unreal how much inflation is is impacting, you know, the candy that we hand out on Hollow's Eve, right? <laughs> Crazy. It really, really is. And, and I mean, you know, it's um, another thing to add to our sticker shock here and something else too. I, I feel like that um, people, you know, might need to be aware of before they go out costume shopping is the fact that the yeah. costumes are going to be more expensive this time around as well. They are. The costumes jump five and a half percent. And so I know a lot of people out there are pretty thrifty and their mom or grandma might be able to do some sewing. But guess what? Uh, <laughs> handmade you know, costumes cost even more. Sewing machines, fabric, those types of supplies, they're up 11 percent. So that's literally double of the five and a half percent. You may as well just go buy it at the costume store. <laughs> exactly. Well, that yeah, that's the thing. If you have if you have some old fabric lying around. And if you already have those supplies, if you have the thread, if you have the, the sewing machine, if you've got everything in your house already, you're golden, you're great. Otherwise, if you got to go out and buy it, uh, you're going to be paying a little bit more. A <laughs> little bit more. And, and, and again, staggering statistic, but even though the price of uh, sugar has risen 17%, candy is up 13%, and home, you know, supplies for homemade costumes are up 11%, According to the National Retail Federation, Halloween spending this year is expected to reach a record $10.6 billion in 2023. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's just that is a staggering, staggering number there. And um, I, I got a question. Speaking of costumes, I, I got a question for you, Mike. Did you ever dress up much when you were a kid for, for Halloween? 
as a kid all the time. And even as a, you know, when I was a young, you know, I don't even want to call myself executive, but you know, I I remember one time I I went as a, as a pregnant woman and uh, (laughs) you know, it was, it was the most backbreaking experience that I ever had. All I did was carry a pillow on my belly and it gave me a total respect for all the women out there that have to carry an alien on them for nine months. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, talk about backbreaking. My goodness. Uh, Women, you, have our sympathies and all of our respect uh out there amen yeah no i um i used to uh dress up a lot when i was a kid i remember my i think my favorite halloween costume uh, probably two of them from when i was little one was um there was a costume contest uh, at church when i was i don't know i was like five or six there's a photo of it somewhere and um it was a handmade i don't know if my mom made it or somebody made it obviously because it was handmade it was, I was dressed up as a, it was a, as a biblical character. I believe, I want to say Moses. I don't know why I want to say Moses, but I want to say Moses. But, um, I just imagined myself carrying the, the staff around and being like, you know, parting the Red Sea of like people trying to get down the hallway of the church or something, you know, choir set, set my people free or what, you know, something like that. Um, but that one was cool. But then the other one that wasn't quite as church appropriate was, um, uh, going as a vampire. I used to love to go as a vampire when I was a kid. I think it was because I had, I got my dad's hairline and it was, so it was easy to like draw the widow's peak on the front. You know, <laughs> I actually, I actually went as count Dracula one time. Yeah. <laughs> there there yeah. you go. Uh, I remember that I was Batman. I was Superman. I think I was Rambo. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, I love was it. a lot of different things. For sure. But, the, you know, by far, like I said, when I dress as a pregnant woman, as a young adult, that one was, oh, oh yeah. my word, <laughs> just absolutely backbreaking. I can Kudos I can only good. imagine. Well, as an adult, I, I worked and this and I, and we'll move on after this. But I worked um, for a couple of years at um, this is when I was it was I was late high school. Early. I was like 18, I think. So I was just an adult, barely. Um, and I worked at uh, a now defunct uh, video chain blockbuster video and um i they'd let us dress up as a as a movie character as like a favorite movie character so i went as darth vader <laughs> nice that helmet nice. got hot after a while um i'm, I'm just nice. gonna say but that was a favorite of mine too <laughs> that's funny so you know another thing that that uh, a lot of folks you know may have been feeling the pain on uh especially in in the last little bit uh last few months even is is housing all right and mm. and how mortgage rates are just sky high right now. I mean, we're talking about the upper sixes, like 6.9 to 7% on a mortgage rate where just a year or two ago, I mean, people were refinancing in the twos. So, I mean, that is a huge jump that can mean hundreds of thousands, if not thousands of dollars on some larger home purchases each and every single month. So, I mean, you got to look for different ways to cut costs when inflation is as high as it is now. Yeah, it's it's very true. You know, I mean, and we're seeing a couple of things happen in the housing market um, at the moment. You know, we're seeing people actually slash prices of the, the list prices of, of houses more than we've seen in a long time because they're used. We were got so used to this hot, hot housing market with bidding wars and a house only staying on the market for a day or so and, and all of that, you know, sort of craziness. Um, but now it's not the house, the housing prices themselves that are 
um, necessarily pricing people out of the market. It's the interest that you're going to be paying on that loan uh, that that's doing that's doing that job um, and really, you know, causing people to, to think twice about entering the housing market right now. And that's really one of I think that one of the Fed's kind of goals, actually, with raising interest rates is to cool things off so that we don't get as much inflation and hopefully, you know, prices will will start to to come down eventually because they're, they're trying to tamp down demand. That's that's the goal there. And um, by creating a recession, it, I mean, you know, if the, that's the thing is they always try to do this dance right where they don't go too far. And it's like, yeah, they've OK, gone too far. yeah, it's like <laughs> they've and, gone too far and, and it doesn't look like it's slowing down. So, yeah. I well, mean, they, they say they're going to go even further. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, recession. Here we come. Right. Here we are. <laughs> right. Well, there you go. Well, that that's uh, that's the look at the housing market um, for right now. And it's a it's a tough one. So, uh, you know, uh, be, be proceed with caution, if you will, uh, as we look at the scary, scary housing market right now. And that I promise, folks, I think anyway, was the scariest part of our show today. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the cost cutter of the week. All right, Mike. So cost cutter idea for folks. You know, we've been talking a lot about price increases, inflation, interest rates rising. So people are like, OK, where can I save money? I got to save money wherever I can. What's our cost cutter idea for the day? I think this year, you know, coming into the holiday season, you guys need to really examine whether or not it is worth it to take holiday travel, especially holiday air travel this year. And maybe this year is one that you opt to stay home for the holidays. We uh, we looked at an NBCnews.com uh, article and it was saying that Thanksgiving airfare prices round trip are up 25 percent from last year. And that's according to travel booking group Hopper. And I can tell you from personal experience that that is absolutely true. My wife and I this year, because our kids are grown and out of the house and one's a senior in college, not coming home at the time for Thanksgiving, or she's coming home like just for a couple of days and we'll still get to see her. We said, Hey, let's go to the islands. We're going to go to St. Croix. And so I went to go book airfare and just round trip airfare leaving from Charlotte to St. Croix and then coming back uh, and f making two different stops, flying to JFK and coming back. That was the cheapest way I could get it. We're looking at $4,000 for that airfare. So I'm like, uh, we need to consider not going Yeesh. because there's no way I'm, I'm, I'm spending you know twice what I spent on a vacation for a week just on airfare to get there. And for Christmas, okay, travel, those airfare prices are up 55% from last year, and that's 19% higher than in, in 2019. Uh, in, in so uh, yeah, you may want to stay home because those are the highest levels in at least five years, according to the website. Meanwhile, the cost of fuel, uh, jet fuel remains elevated, thanks in large to the part uh, that the war in Ukraine and the decrease in crude oil refining capacity is causing. So again, you might want to stay home and closely, closely examine whether it's going to be worth it for you to take air travel this holiday season. Yeah. And, and you look at the, um, you know, one of the things that you mentioned there, the war in Ukraine, people are like, well, why does that have such an effect? Well, basically Russia's entire economy is built around the oil and gas industry. <laughs> like that's it. Yeah. They have they have one industry there. And so when they do something that's going to cause them to get cut off from the rest of the world, 
um, that cuts off a huge supply of the oil and gas that goes around the globe. Um, and so that is one of the things that's really causing those prices to, to skyrocket. Yeah, it's ridiculous right now. Absolutely ridiculous. Come on down as we test your financial knowledge in Right or Wrong. All right. Yes, it is that time once again for me to present Mike Zeno with some statements. And he gets to tell me whether I'm right or whether I am wrong. And uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes this time around. All right. I'm, I'm, all right. Let's do it. I'm feeling fairly confident. All right. I just got to say, is to put that out there. I'm feeling fair, at least fairly confident. All right, here's statement number one. <laughs> we'll see how confident I, I am after this. Uh, statement number one in right or wrong. Life insurance can only be used as a death benefit and provides no other features unless the policyholder dies. Is that right or is that wrong, Mike? Matt, I think you know the answer to that, even though you asked me the question. That is wrong, okay? We talked about in our Meat on the Bone segment one particularly really fine example of how life insurance can be used for money for the living or money for the living after the insured passes away. So permanent life insurance builds cash value, and some policies are tied to an index that provides growth potential that can give you tax-free retirement income, plus you have the ability for living benefits that protect you if you ever get a chronic, critical, or terminal illness. So think about this. It protects you if you die too soon. You got the death benefit. It protects you if you live too long. You've got guaranteed tax-free retirement income for life, and it protects you if you get sick in between. So Matt, you got that one wrong, brother. <laughs> you could probably, yeah, you could tell by the tone of my voice. I I knew that one was wrong as I was as I was uh, telling it to you there. Um, but you know, okay, I'll, I'll get that one wrong. I'll take that one for the team uh, as as we move along here because that's again as we talked about that in our meat on the bone segment. That's just great info uh, for folks to really think about. You know, it's not your your just your grandfather's life insurance anymore. There are different options out there for you. All right. So number two in right or wrong, you can enroll in Medicare and change your coverage plans at any time. Is that right or is that wrong, Mike? Matt, I, I don't know how you were so confident coming into this uh, segment and asking me these questions. That's wrong, too, my man. I mean, yes, there are special enrollment periods where you've had a life event that would enable you to come in. Otherwise, you must enroll in Medicare and make any adjustments during AEP, the annual enrollment period, which this year runs from October 15th through December 7th. And the first week is already gone. Yeah, running out of time quickly here uh, for the annual enrollment period in Medicare. All right, so I'm 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 batting zero right now. Um, I, my confidence was misplaced apparently as we uh, started oh, right or wrong here. Maybe I can redeem myself, work my way back to Hall of Fame numbers because we got two more. I, I'm I'm just going for at least five hundred, at least. All right. All so right. here's statement number three. So. You can use an annuity to fund your Medicare expenses throughout your entire lifetime. Is that right or is that wrong? Matt, you got that one right. In fact, we believe that this is a smart idea. It's a great step to ensure that both you 
and your spouse will be able to fund expensive healthcare costs during your retirement. Yeah, you know, we mentioned um, all, Medicare. We mentioned all the different parts of Medicare. And, and some of those, of course, are, are free, as you put it in air quotes earlier, but some of those others you have to, you have to pay for out of, out of your pocket in, re, in retirement as you're a Medicare recipient, right? So the other part you've paid for throughout your working life, this part you have to pay for in the form of, you know, premiums or, or co-pays or whatever you have to pay um, for those other parts of Medicare. So, yeah, this is an important thing. Um, because yeah, it, it can be pricey, you, you know, it's, it's, uh, retirement and, and, uh, you know, being a Medicare recipient, not necessarily free. So <laughs> there, wouldn't it be nice if it was? Well, I mean, if you strategize for it and you have an annuity that's covering the cost of it because you've done some planning earlier on in life, then in essence, I mean, it's not free, but you don't have to worry about where that money's coming from because you already had a plan. Yeah, it almost it feels like it's free anyway. Then so there you go. All right. So number four in right or wrong. Uh, and this one is uh, I'm, I'm trying to get to 500. I, I'm batting what? 333 right now. So let's see if I can work my way back up. This one is the last chance that I have to do that. And the statement is your social security benefit can increase annually due to inflation. Uh, I already, I already know this just, just so we're all clear. Is that one right? Or is that one wrong? Mike, <laughs> I was paying attention earlier. I promise. <laughs> so you were paying attention. So therefore you know that that is correct. That is right. Okay. In fact, there have only been three years since the cost of living adjustments first began back in 1975, where there wasn't any increase. And that was in 2009, 2010, go figure why, right? And then 2015, there have been increases every other year. And in 2023, you guys are going to get an 8.7% increase. So that is phenomenal. And Matt, you are right. There we go. So I got myself back to 500. I love that. And yet, so the, the only other time, actually, because we were looking at these numbers uh, earlier on in the week, the only other time that uh, the cost of living adjustment has been uh, higher than it has been right now, you know, we talk about all of these different sort of markers being um, the higher than they've been in 40 years. Well, that's also the case here. It was the it was the early 80s when we saw inflation really wreaking havoc on the economy then, um, even to a, a, a greater extent than it is right now. Um now we're seeing the highest cost of living adjustment because we have the highest inflation that we've seen since the early 80s. So in, in 40 years, we haven't seen this. And, um, you know, I mean, it's as we said earlier, it's kind of it's good news, bad news. Good news is there's more money coming in. But the bad news is, is those those pennies don't go quite as far as they used to. No, they don't. So, you know, Mike, we've had a lot of the sort of doom and gloom uh, talk <laughs> today. We're approaching Halloween, so I guess it's kind of appropriate. But we've been talking a lot about inflation. We've been talking it's about. Scary. Yeah, ex exactly. <laughs> scary, scary stuff. Uh, we've been talking about, uh, you know, candy prices obviously being part of that inflation. Uh, those prices getting higher. Home prices, the interest rates getting higher as well in an effort to curb the inflation. But it's all coming together in that like storm of, of craziness. Um, so now I, I wanted to share something that might be a little bit better news, I think, for our listeners, and that is saving money on taxes, <laughs> which I think sounds great to everybody. Um, and the reason that you can possibly do that is because the IRS has just adjusted the tax brackets for the year 2023. So next year's taxes. I did a little piece on this. I just uh, just finished it up. Listen to it a couple minutes here. 
and we'll talk about it on the other side. Could a recent IRS change actually save you money on next year's taxes? I'm Matt McClure with the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife. When you think of the Internal Revenue Service, your mind may very well recall the sting of forking over your money to Uncle Sam or the hassle of preparing your taxes. A recent study by the American Action Forum estimated Americans spent more than $190 billion, that's billion with a B, on tax preparation in 2021. Plus, many economists predict the federal government will have to raise taxes in the future to pay off the national debt. But there's one change the tax man is making for 2023 that could actually mean you'll owe less in taxes next year. How much you save will be relative to your personal situation, so it's not going to be the same for every household, but certainly uh, it could have a nice little savings come tax time. Andrew Pelos with Pelos Accounting and Consulting recently told Atlanta News First the IRS typically makes annual adjustments to income tax brackets, but this year they're bigger than usual due to, you guessed it, inflation. Some people will see a savings of perhaps $1,000 for during tax time on their tax return. Uh, others might see a little bit more. Certainly the brackets have changed. So uh, the those who are in higher brackets will probably see more savings than those who are in lower brackets. But across the board, everyone's going to see some kind of savings. In short, all tax brackets are going up by about 7% for 2023. That means you can make more money and be in a lower tax bracket than you would be this year. The standard deduction is also going up to the tune of a $900 increase for single filers and $1,800 for married couples filing jointly. I mean, look, it's beneficial for everyone, right? At the end of the day, we're all looking to save money and keep more money in our pockets. And in a time like this where groceries are more expensive, fuel prices are, are at record prices, every little bit helps. Keep in mind, though, that these adjustments are for money you earn next year in 2023. So you won't actually see the results until you file your taxes in early 2024. So, could you benefit from the IRS's new tax brackets? That's a key question to consider as you plan your financial future. With the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife, I'm Matt McClure. So, there you have it, Mike. It is a look at what the um, tax brackets are going to see, that that increase about 7% uh, in the year 2023. And as I said at the end of that piece, that caveat is you're not really going to see it or feel it until you file your taxes in 2024 because it applies to the, the money that you make next year. Right. And and I think a, a, a key point to take out of that is that for most households, there's going to be you know some semblance of, of a savings. But again, everybody is unique. Everybody is different. Everybody has their own specific situation. So hopefully that's a, a little bit of good news. But you know, the government always has in its power the ability to make these adjustments, okay? And like we discussed earlier in the show, it, it can uh, be a, a short-term relief for people, but when the hammer drops, who's going to have to pay? That's my question, right? Who's going to have to pay? Yeah. And, and you know, as I um, uh, point out in another piece that we'll probably, I'm, I'm imagining we'll share this one next week, um, but it's, it's looking at some taxes that are possibly coming to different states. And um, yeah, you know, economists and average Joes like myself who are not economists, but, you know, kind of follow these things, uh, you know, believe taxes are going to have to go up at some point in the future because it's it's just, you know, there's been so much by way of spending that that money has to come from somewhere. And it's going to come from, you know, not only uh, corporations and the super, super rich people, it's going to at least partially come from you and me too. And and that's the kind of scary part for folks not to go back to the Halloween scariness here, but that's, that's kind of the scary part for people. 
Uh, they're putting a Band-Aid on the situation, if we just want to call it what it is, Matt. All right? They're, 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 it's been so ridiculous this year, okay, that they have feel like they have to do something. And we're not even going to really reap the benefits of that again until 2024. But what happens when that Band-Aid gets ripped off, you know, and it's stuck to a lot of hair? That hurts. <laughs> it it <laughs> so, really does. It, it does not feel good or God forbid skin is stuck to it. I've done that before and ripped the skin off. Right. So, you know, th- this is a temporary fix for, for, for a much, much larger issue that has to be dealt with by government and your elected officials. So keep that in mind come November when it's voting time. There is uh, some, some pain to be seen uh, and, and it will uh, come our way one way or another. Eventually it seems like. Well, so that is a look at at least some good news on the tax front uh, for 2023. Like we say, though, a caveat, you won't feel it until 2024. But but there you go. Something to at least look forward to. All right. So speaking of the IRS, um, Mike, you know, <laughs> people are, are thinking, OK, maybe after they've heard what we just talked about. Maybe they're thinking, OK, right. maybe the IRS not so bad after all. You know, maybe they're raising those they're raising those tax brackets. I'm not going to have to pay. And I know I'm I'm really exaggerating here. But, you know, raising those tax brackets that I'm not potentially going to have to pay as high of a tax rate next year if I'm you know in a lower tax bracket because of that increase, et cetera, et cetera. But now <laughs> we know. People do not want the IRS to be a part of their retirement. <laughs> so often it is. You don't want to be having to, you know, you work all your life, you pay taxes in retirement when you're not working anymore. That's kind of the last thing that you want to do. So in our last few minutes, and we got about five, five and a half minutes left in the show. In our last uh, several minutes of the show here, let's talk about some ways that our listeners can kick the IRS out of being a partner in their retirement. What does that even mean, Matt? Kicking the IRS out of your retirement plan. Well, you have to really want them out in order for you to do that because it takes action and and it takes a plan and it takes putting that plan into action, okay? Because my number one question for folks with regard to tax, even though they just increased the amount that you can make within certain tax brackets, do you really think taxes are going to go up or down in the future? What say you, Matt? <laughs> well, I would say, once again, I, I think taxes are going up. I'm just some average uh, average Joe here, but I think that uh, taxes are going up at some point. Okay. I have never heard anybody tell me, Mike, I think they're going to go down. In fact, most people believe that taxes are going to be higher in the future. So you may want to consider a strategy that actually does kick the IRS out of being your partner in retirement. And so um, there are ways that you can do that. You can reduce future tax rate height risk by implementing what's called a Roth conversion. So in a Roth conversion, you have maybe some room left, especially since they're expanding that cap this year within a, a certain tax bracket, you can take the part that will bring you just up to the limit, pay the tax on that now at a known rate, and then convert that over to a Roth. That's what's called a Roth conversion. And you can do that systematically year in and year out so that by the time you're in retirement, you're drawing down nothing but tax-free dollars, okay? And so smart retirees also diversify their money into different 
tax buckets. Okay, so you have three different types of investment accounts, and we've gone over these before. But for today's segment, we're going to go over them again because it's that important. The first type is taxable accounts. So if you have a brokerage account, you got an uh, Edward Jones, Raymond James, Charles Schwab, Merrill Lynch. I mean, I can go on and on and on and on. Bank CDs, um, any of those other types of investment accounts, those are taxable accounts. That's the first type. Well, then you have tax deferred type of accounts, which are 401ks, uh, SEP, say self-employed pension plans, um, annuities, uh, if, if they've been purchased with after tax dollars, that, that part's free, but the growth on a non-qualified annuity would be taxable. That's the second bucket, tax deferred. Then you have the tax-free bucket, which includes the Roth IRAs, and it includes the indexed universal life policy that we discussed earlier, and other life insurance in general. And those are the only true tax-free um, vehicles that you can use in America today. So, I mean, would you be interested in generating a tax-free income during your 30 to 40-plus year retirement? We have proven legal strategies to help you do just that. And guess what? The market has been abysmal this year. We've we've you know really hit on that in today's show, okay? But now is an opportune time to convert those tax deferred IRA funds into a Roth IRA. And so why would you continue to pay ordinary income taxes? decades after you have stopped working. To me, Matt, that just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It really doesn't. I mean, you know, we said it uh, uh, earlier in the show, you just need to, because um, you've worked so hard for this money, uh, you need to put it to work for you in your retirement. That That's the goal. And doing that without having to pay taxes on that when you, you know, make those make those withdrawals, you get those payments without having to pay taxes on top of that is just fantastic. It gives you a lot more peace of mind in your retirement because then you're able to plan better. You know the amount of money that's going to come to you regardless of what happens to the tax system. And as it we say, it doesn't matter what the IRS does. That's it doesn't right. matter what Big Brother does, right? That's right. They're, they're, those taxes, they are going up. And so, uh, you know, you can uh, have a, a plan to actually, you know, buffer yourself against that, avoid it altogether, uh, potentially. Mm -hmm. And so that is uh, what you need to do, folks, is uh, is get that plan in motion by calling Mike Zano, 704-560-1573. That is 704-560-1573. MoneyMattersWithMike.com is the website as well. Once again, it's MoneyMattersWithMike.com. Uh, and that is the website for the show. And the contact us page is right there as well. Easy breezy. All right, Mike, it is that time again for us to say goodbye. The show has just, just flown by once again this week. I have uh, enjoyed myself once again, as I always do. And I've learned some stuff, as I always do. Uh, and I will see you again next week, sir. Matt, it's been a pleasure. People out there in listener land, thank you so much for listening. We realize that without you, we do not have a show. If uh, Just a gentle reminder, if you were listening to this on podcast, or driving while listening to the show, make sure you go back to moneymatterswithmike.com uh, just to look at the meat on the bone segment to see the visual that I was able to put up on the screen, okay? Thank you again. If you know anybody else that you believe this show could help, please feel free to share it. My number's not a secret. The website's not a secret. The more people we help, the better off we're all gonna be. 
All right, make it a great day and have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to Money Matters with Mike. You deserve to work with a financial and insurance expert who can offer strategies for protecting and growing your hard-earned money. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation, visit MoneyMattersWithMike.com or pick up the phone and call 704-560-1573. That's 704-560-1573. Not affiliated with the United States government, Mike Zeno does not offer tax, legal, or investment advice. Consult with your tax advisor or attorney regarding specific situations. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice. These opinions are not intended as investment advice, nor do they predict future performance of any product. All information provided is believed to be from reliable sources. However, we make no representation or warranty as to the accuracy of any statement. This information is intended to be educational in nature and does not provide a guarantee or a specific result. All copyrights and trademarks are the property of the respective owners. Amerilife assumes no responsibility or liability for the content of this message. The information contained herein is provided on an as-is basis with no guarantees of completeness, accuracy, usefulness, timeliness, or the results obtained from the use of this information.